holidays bring mixed emotions. One is I'm happy that I have time to spend with my children and in some cases it can be a situation whereby you feel oh my goodness I don't think I have enough time to spend with my children. Whatever the case it's important for us to remember that holidays can be a time of joy, a time of peace and a time of connection between you and your child. I am Dr. Dini, I'm the award-winning mom empowerment coach. I'm a family doctor, international speaker, and the best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Super Mom, and your host on the Wellbeing for Mothers show. And today, we're going to continue our discussion about navigating the school holidays as a working mother. We all know that motherhood is beautiful, but yet it has its challenges. And one of the challenges that we face as working mothers is navigating those long holiday periods where you might struggle with childcare or you feel that guilt because you're spending time at work when your child is not in school. That is very painful to many mothers. And with the community of mothers that I coach, I see that that is a source of the guilt that they feel as mothers. But I'm here to tell you that you're doing an awesome job. And while, of course, in most cases, you as a working mother can suddenly quit your job and be at home full time, there are ways to ensure that that period of time is not a time of increased stress, burnout or ill health for you or your child. So we covered a few important practical tips in the last episode. So if you've not already, I want you to go back, make sure you listen to the previous episode to work through those practical things you can do to navigate the school holidays as a working mother. Many of us work in environments where we are needed all the time. Sometimes we are in managerial roles or we hold a position of leadership. So the team is waiting for you to give information, give instruction, or maybe you might not be working at that level. And maybe you are an assistant, somebody who is working at that level. Sometimes I think that is even worse because you do a lot of the legwork. And sometimes you find it difficult to tune off from that role that you have at work when you're at home. So Assuming that you've managed to go through the previous tactics and tips that were shared and you've got some time off to spend with your child. Awesome. This is the important thing. You have this time to spend. How do you make that time count? Number one, set your sacred space. Now, I call it your sacred space. Some people call it boundaries. One of the main reasons why I call it your sacred space, because I believe very strongly in our creative abilities as mothers. And wherever we are, we are constantly nourishing or being nourished. When we are giving to our children, giving to our spouse, giving to work, giving to our business, we are nourishing others. In that space, you need to nourish you. You need to nourish your relationships. You need to nourish that bond between you and your children. So how do you do that? I have found that technology is beautiful and it makes it easy for us to access things. 
It also makes us accessible to many things and many people. What I've found very useful is when you're not at work, switch off. And that starts with your technology. Have you got an email address? Put your out of office message there so that anybody that is sending you a message knows that you are not available to pick up that message, no matter how urgent it is. Of course, in your out of office message, make sure you put somebody who can be your go to person or the go-to person when you're not available to deal with any emergencies. It's so important that we recognize that. Now, very importantly, it's very good that we also look at ways by which you can also switch off if you've got maybe a company phone, a work phone, or maybe people have access to you on your own personal device. That is a very good thing that you can do by making sure that you do not get yourself embroiled into picking work-related calls on your days off. Now, I know some people at work will be hearing me and say, no, but seriously, when someone is not at work, why do you want to contact them? Why do you want to pull them back into the, the, the mix of what's happening at work? So it is a bit challenging, especially if you use your personal phone. And that's one reason why um, if you got a personal phone, try to keep it for your personal stuff and try not to mix it up. I know some people that have not got the ability to have like a spare work phone. If that's the case, if you make calls to clients and things like that, you can also make it in such a way that when you're making these calls, they are not registering your number. They are not passing your number across to the people who can easily contact you back when you're not at work. Okay. So that's another very important thing. Another very important thing is when you're creating your sacred space, know that when you're with your child, when you're on your own, when you're on the holiday, be present. Okay. Be in that moment, be in that space, get yourself the whole of your mind, body, soul, and spirit right there. Okay. And make sure that as you're doing this, you communicate it. In my best selling book, Every Mom is a Super Mom, I talk about this boundary setting slash creating your sacred space. And I mentioned very importantly, the stages or the steps that you can also take. So if you've not read it already, if you've not got the book, it's available on Amazon and also on my website. Go in there and get your copy. That is a valuable practice for you to create your sacred space because that's something I struggled with, but I now started learning how to do more effectively as time went on and as I started to utilize evidence-based methods to set the boundaries to create my sacred space. The second thing I would also like to share with you is you've gotten the time off, right? You're here with your child. Create a routine, one that works for both you and your child. Remember what I said earlier in the last episode? I mentioned that when you're spending time with your child, it's about the quality, not the quantity of time. And as a result, 
You're not going to say, okay, I've got 12 hours. All right, child, from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., let's play. That might be quite tiring for you and even for your child sometimes. So what kind of things can you do? You can say, okay, there are time slots I can make in the day, and this can be done by blocking certain times. So this is our times for meals. This is our time we'll go for a nature walk. This is a time that we would have a bit of a read together. This is a time where we do a bit of a dance off. Put in some fun activities. And the good thing about this routine, don't do it on your own. Don't be the super planner that takes your pen and your notepad and start making notes of blocking time. Involve your children in creating that routine. You know the way it is. When people have ownership of something, like, oh, I created that routine with mommy, they tend to implement it. So bring them into it. Let them learn. Okay, fine. What's the best time for us to go for a walk? What activity would you like to do? How long do we spend doing this activity? What if somebody gets bored? What other activity can we do? These are certain interactions you can have with your child, whether they are very young or much older. If they are babies, of course, they can't tell you what activity they want to do. Then you are the one who does the planning book because you know your child. Okay, so these are things you can do that help to navigate through that school holiday while you're spending that beautiful time as a mother. The third thing, and that's the most important, I would say, is you need to ensure that you are in taking care of yourself. Remember, self-care is not selfish. Your self-care is so important. Look at yourself. Are you at that point where you're feeling stressed out, burnt out, exhausted, confused? This is a time to take a moment. And you remember you have done some time blocking and all that. In the breakdown of your routine, have a time when you're just by yourself. You're spending time refilling your cup. Okay? And when you're doing this, this is your moment to say, all right, children, while our mommy is having a bubble bath, what do you want to do? Which will also be them creating a self-care practice for themselves so you're teaching them early to do it you can also involve them if perhaps you wanted to practice some mindfulness you can also involve them in it especially when they are older i remember there was a time when i discovered the power in breath work and i was working through it but of course at that point in time my son very curious walking mom what are you doing mom what are you doing kind of thing and i was like oh okay let me bring you into that practice. So I sat on the floor, cross-legged, put him on my laps, held my iPad, and I said, do you see this? I want you to breathe as this thing is expanding and breathe out as this is going back down. And we did it a couple of times, and he loved it. Then we put the iPad down while he was on my laps, I sat there, he sat there, and we were doing our breathing together. Now, you might say, oh, but that's not time for you. Sometimes you can also spend that time. So he's doing his breathing. I'm doing my breathing, but I know what nourishment is doing for me. And, of course, in that moment, he was so into it. 
that he didn't even say, Mommy, oh, I feel great now. Oh, Mommy, blah, blah, blah. No, he did not interrupt. He just enjoyed it. And thankfully, the device was also showing some very interesting visuals that captivated him. So these are certain ways that you can ensure your self-care is included in that holiday period. There are certain times that you can also get somebody to watch your child while you have some self-care. Now, if you have maybe booked a holiday somewhere, you're going abroad, you're having a staycation, and perhaps you are in um, maybe a hotel or a place where you have maybe a hot tub, you can have someone watch your child, especially if you, you have a partner or a friend that is traveling along. And you go on into the hot tub, you have that me time. You go in for a massage and have that me time. Then you come out, you watch the children, the other person can go through. So these are certain ways that you can both support each other. Or even if you're a group of mothers, I remember in the last episode, I talked about how you can collaborate with other parents. If you and other parents are quite close, that you can go on holidays together, even better. And you can coordinate in such a way that you are each getting your own self-care in that holiday period. Okay. Now, the fourth thing I'd like to bring, of course, is technology. Now, like it or hate it, technology is here to stay. And every moment things are evolving. As a matter of fact, many things that are manually done are being automized. And you can either feel, oh, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to be part of this. Or you can utilize that for your own benefit. The choice is entirely yours. My advice will be utilize the technology. Your children, my children, they are born into this technology era. When I was younger, I didn't have a phone for myself. As a matter of fact, it was a landline. And you know how you have those landlines that have got the um, the spinning wheel thing. So you have to kind of, if you want to dial nine, you go, you now dial the other one, go all the way around and then wait for it to return back to its place. The, those were the kind of phones we had. And it was a landline. So, of course, you had to be at home to be able to make calls or receive calls. But this modern age, many young children are getting phones or iPads or tablets so that they can actually play games and do things on there. Embrace technology. It has got some negative aspects, and that's something I want to bring to your attention here. Remember that, yes, there are certain things that are out there, and you do not want your children to fall prey. Ensure that your internet connectivity is child proof so make sure that you set your some internet providers have this where you can set an account for your child but the account is such that the child cannot access anything maybe beyond eight plus if they are younger or 13 plus or things like that so no matter how they try they can't even get in okay also you can also you can if you're like me, which is something I do quite a lot, I watch programs. And after I've watched the program and I see that it's safe enough for my child to watch, I then allow them to watch that program. But until I watch it, they are not watching it. They are not playing that game because 
this is very important because in between, you want the children not to pick up certain things or values that you know are not what you want them to learn. Another very important thing to recognize as well is educate your children. Tell them it's great to be online. But when people start to maybe, I know that, of course, with everything I've said, you probably would deactivate the chat components for your child to have access to speak with strangers. But in the event, for some reason, they have got that access. Educate your children on Internet safety. Make sure that you don't reveal your location, your school, all those uh, personal details that can put the children at risk. Tell them it's okay if you're confused, come get mommy. Okay, so that Internet safety is so important. Now, there are so many resources, of course, across different parts of the world, different countries of the world that are learning platforms and learning online resources. Before your school goes on holiday, connect with the teacher, connect with the school, find out what online resources are available and use them. Most schools these days have got certain resources that they use during term time. Utilize them as well. And some have a connection between students. So if maybe, like I mentioned earlier, you have your children's friends, you can collaborate with some parents who your children have got friends with their kids and they can have like a group game or um, a remote meeting where they are connecting, playing and interacting. This is the power of technology. But when you look at that and not focus on just the negative and leverage technology, it can be a powerhouse. And while they're doing that, then you can do your hybrid working, your remote working, or work on something you are doing. Don't just abandon them with that for hours and hours. Remember, when you're creating that routine to do this, checking on them. See what they are up to. Oh, very importantly, children have got their devices. As much as possible, do not allow your children to stay in their bedrooms to play with these devices. You know why I say that? It's important for you to know what they are doing. So let them be in the living room in a big space where you are, not isolated in a room somewhere. Maybe they are instructed by video. Okay, so please remember all these things are very important. Okay. And then very importantly, the final one I'll be sharing today, and I hope you have found some value from today's episode. And if you have, please go ahead and share this with other mothers. You never know who needs to hear this. And most importantly, I'd love for you to subscribe and download this episode so you can listen to it over and over again. Also, please leave a review. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And if you have any ideas, any thoughts on you, what you want to share, please go ahead and do that. And so we move on to the final one, which is so important. And that is you remembering that you're not alone. Seek support, seek help. Okay. This support can come in different shapes and sizes. The support can come from your workplace. If you're struggling, get in touch with your boss, with your line manager, with your HR department. Communicate. Gone are the days where workplaces will say, you are a mother, off you go. That is discrimination. It's against the law to kind of um, 
let someone feel isolated or not being able to do their job because they have got uh, children or whatever it is. So this is not a time for you to be in fear. Okay. Make sure you communicate very clearly. Second thing is if you've got some help, some need, come connect with people in your, like the groups I told you about, the parents, okay? The other parents in your neighborhood, in your children's schools, this is another good resource. Also, our community is open for you. When it comes to support, accountability, sharing brilliant ideas. We are here for you. So please go ahead and join us, drduni.club. Come join us. Let's all remember that we are here to support each other. We are working mothers. We run our businesses. We have busy lives. But unless we have the care of ourselves, of body, mind, soul, and spirit, we will burn out. I don't want you to burn out. I don't want you to come see me as a family doctor and I have to prescribe you, you some antihypertensive or anti-diabetic medication because the stress has caused these things to develop. No, I want you to ensure your well-being for my body, soul and spirit. Seek support. Connect with the community. Be a part of us as we grow together, as we learn together, as we support each other. I am Dr. Duny, your host on the Wellbeing for Mothers show. I look forward to hearing from you. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to share. Don't forget to join the club. I'd love to see you in there. Until next time, I ask that you stay well. Mm-hmm.